You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to another episode of Steelers Stat Geek. This is Steel Curtain Network editor Dave Schofield coming at you Thursday morning. By week, we're getting back into the swing of things. That's right. It is now from, oh, things are off. The Steelers are practicing a little bit, taking a long break, getting a bonus practice Monday, nothing to watch on TV. Steelers-wise, over the weekend, AFC North all won while the Steelers didn't play. Yuck, gross, disgusting. Steelers drop out of first place without even taking the field. Blah. But you know what? You get Tomlin Tuesday, you get the Steelers practicing on Wednesday, you get an injury report, a good injury report, by the way. I have to say, if you haven't checked that out, make sure you check that out at steelcurtainnetwork.com. I did the article there. Um, I'll kind of sum it up for you. Yeah, everybody practiced. Uh, two people were limited. One was out of rest. Coach's decision, that was Patrick Peterson. Other than that, Nick Herbig, a little bit of a hamstring. Limited, other than that, everyone practiced. Even the guys coming back off of injured reserve, meaning they're not back off injured reserve. They are now on the designated to return for injured reserve, which means 21 days they can practice. Uh, Steelers can move them to the 53 roster as soon as they want, but they must do it within those 21 days. I don't feel we're going to see them. I don't feel we're going to see Deontay Johnson and Anthony McFarland this weekend. I just... I mean, McFarland, you wouldn't have to as much, but I, I just think it's going to happen, and I think it makes sense. 
So we'll see what happens by uh, Saturday at 4 p.m. when they have the deadline to, to make these moves. But let's go ahead and dive into some numbers here from the bye week. So this is what we're going to look at today. We're going to look at some post-bye versus the pre-bye. You know, leading up to the bye, what have the Steelers done? Coming out of the bye, what have they done? We, 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 haven't, we know what happened last year. We, a lot of people made a lot to do out of it. Where last year the Steelers two and six, going into the bye, they come out of the bye week, they finish seven and two. After going one and one in the first two games, they go six and one the rest of the way. So that was that that was obviously a really good thing with the Steelers last year. But is that really what we should expect out of the bye from the Steelers? Is that really what they do? Now before we dive into that. I could talk about, you know, the Zebra Technology stat of the week. Yeah, I don't have one for the Steelers because they didn't play. I could talk about some from the Rams because that's who the Steelers play this week. But, frankly, I don't want to. I really don't because why would I want to praise – Mike Tomlin praises the team they're about to play enough on Tuesday. He doesn't need my help putting more information out there about what the Rams can do. We'll actually get to that in the second half when we do what we typically do and look at the rankings, the matchups of these two teams as we're going. So we have that. So but before I dive into the, the pre-buy versus post-buy, all that stuff, I am going to say that I, I did an article for SteelCurtNetwork.com. Hey, if you haven't checked out the website, please please go and give us feedback, seriously, because we we can work directly with people to try to get things changed. Notice I say try because there's some things that drive me nuts that haven't been changed yet. But, well, you know, some things take more times than others. But uh, we pretty much have ownership of what we would like to happen, whether or not we can get there is another question. So, um, yeah, make sure you check that out. But I, I normally on, well, it's usually Monday morning after the game or Tuesday morning after Monday night game, they'll, I'll have my by the numbers article. Well, I decided to do one this week. It actually ran Tuesday morning. Actually, it might have even ran Tuesday afternoon. I can't remember what, what time it was. But I did a by the numbers of through the first five games. I just went ahead and did it just because I could. So here I want to run through some of these numbers before we dive in, into the stuff of the buy. All right. So far through five games, the Steelers are on the plus side when it comes to turnover margin. They have taken the ball away 11 times, turned it over six times. So therefore they are plus five and Every time they're on the plus, it's been a win. Every time it's been in the minus, it's been a loss. The Steelers haven't had an even game yet. They have not had an even turnover game. It's going to be interesting to see if they would happen to have one of those at some point in the season, how they come out with that, with with, some, with one of those matchups. So it'll be interesting to see. But another one that I, that I, of stats I like to compare here is sack surrendered versus sacks that attacking the other team's quarterback. The Steelers are plus three in that department. They've got three more sacks than what they've surrendered. Um, and we'll get to more on that later when we actually look at that in the rankings. Here's a problem. How about the Steelers only averaging one offensive touchdown a game? They have five offensive touchdowns through five games. I mean, seven touchdowns total, but two of them have come from the defense. Yikes. 
you know, not not good. And all five of those touchdowns have been in the passing variety. No rushing touchdowns yet for the Steelers. So that's that's a little bit cringeworthy. But here's here's one turning around a little bit positive. How about ten for ten for field goal range from Chris Boswell, including a fifty-seven yarder. He's got multiple fifty-yard field goals. And he is one of how many am I looking? He's one of six, one of six kickers um, that's been the only kicker for their team that year. Like there's someone else in there that kicked for one game, had one field goal, one, one extra point. I can't even remember what team was. I think it was the Jets maybe that has hit all his kicks, all his field goals, all his extra points. Justin Tucker can't say that. So but Chris Boswell can. Um I brought this up Tuesday night on the Scobro show about, you know, the 49ers got into got into range at the end of the game, 41-yard field goal, and they're like, oh, look, they, they, they did it just like the Steelers would, except the Steelers with Chris Boswell this year, he'd hit the kick. So um, really nice to have Boswell. But now let's let's turn around. You know, we're kind of going back and forth with some, the, some good and bad. I'm trying to mix it all up there. Steelers are only averaging 3.4 yards per carry when it comes to um, the, the, the rushing game. They have 117 attempts for 407 yards. And the problem is they've been outgained by 317 yards by their opponents because they've given up 719, I do believe, is the number that they have there. So they're only gaining just over half of what they're giving up. That That's not good. And they're, the leading rusher is Najee Harris, 247 yards on 63 attempts. That's less than 50 yards a game. So the leading rusher for the Steelers is rushing for less than 50 yards a game. Um, if, if you have three guys that are close together, that's one thing. But the Steelers don't. Jalen Warren's pretty close there. But, um, <coughs> excuse me, that's just uh, not working out too well. Also, starting slow. Yikes. Steelers have seven offensive first quarter points this year. That's it. Long touchdown to Calvin Austin. That's it. That's all. They have seven defensive points this year. They have as many defensive points as offensive points in the first quarter through five games. That's not a good thing unless your defense is scoring 20 points, 21 points in the in the first quarter. And even, honestly, I, 21 points through five games in the first quarter, I'm not even overly happy with that. I mean, that's just – that's just over four points. That would be just over four points a quarter, which means you're averaging, you know, less than – if you if it's 4.1 points per quarter, if you do that for all four quarters, that's still only averaging 16.4 points a game, which is a little bit better than what the Steelers are averaging right now. But still, that wouldn't be good. That still wouldn't be good. So, so even something like that, just throwing it out there in that way is just good. Yeah, sometimes – that's the way things uh, these things go. All right, rolling on. But at the same time, Steelers are playing some pretty good opponents. Through six weeks, the Steelers' opponents are 18 and 11. If you take out the Steelers' games, then, then the Steelers' opponents are, uh, what is it, uh, 16 and 8. 16 and 8, uh, if, you, if you take out their games against the Steelers. So all, all of their opponents, um, or at least 500. So it, it is what it is. But the Steelers have a pretty big negative 
um, point differential so far through five weeks. Negative 31 points. Negative 31 points through five games. They are the only team with a winning record with a negative point differential. That's not sustainable. So, and I'm not worried about, the, you know, overcoming the negative 31. I'm talking about from this point forward, the Steelers need to do better with that. But turn it around. Steelers are 2-0 and in, in the AFC North, which is the only division in the NFL where every team is at 500 or better. So this and the Steelers haven't lost a game in that division. So that's pretty good. And of course, the big number is three. The Steelers have managed to win three of their games, which some people would like them to win more. I would like them to win all of their games, but you know what? Three is pretty good. All right, let's let's you know what? I'm actually going to go ahead and break early so I can roll into this other stuff. Um when it comes to how the Steelers do before the bye, after the bye, and then finish it up with the with those rankings. So some really interesting numbers. One, one thing that I did not realize until I, I compiled these things that I think you might find pretty interesting. So stick around. We'll be right back after these messages. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Steelers fans, here we go. Let's keep rolling on with this week's Steelers Stat Geek. Let's take a look at what the Steelers have done before the bye and after the bye under Mike Tomlin. Now, the bye doesn't come the same week every week. So I, I or every week, every year. So I, obviously, I'm just looking at how the Steelers did before the bye, after the bye. And then we'll dive into it a little bit more, not as far back as what I did just looking at records because. What I did otherwise was, whoo, man, talk about taking some time. 
But uh, that's what I do for you all, just because. And I kind of hinted it at looking at this last week because I thought about it <laughs> during the show uh, of, of doing that. Well, right now the Steelers are three and two rolling into the bye. How will they finish the season? Who knows? We're 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 going to have to see. It's been well documented about the Steelers last year: two and six ahead of the bye, seven and two after the bye. Twenty twenty one, the Steelers were three and three going into their bye. And they finished six, four, and one coming out of the bye. That one was the Lions. Let's let's not talk about that one. 2020, weird season. Very weird season. Because no fans in the stands, all those things. And the Steelers got a week four bye thrust upon them. So that's this one's a little bit of an outlier, but uh still gonna give you the data. Uh they were three and oh before the bye, and they finished up nine and four. But they actually <laughs> They won eight of those nine in a row and then went one and four over the last five. So that was really uh, a tale of two different parts of the second half of their season. Well, it wasn't the second half, the second part of their season following the bye. And I really think, honestly, that early bye kind of hurt them, especially when they didn't really have a bye week because they were preparing, ready for the game, and then all of a sudden, boop, you're not playing. Anyway, let's not rehash that too much. 2019, let's go back to there. That was an interesting one because Ben Roethlisberger gets hurt not even halfway through the second game, or right around. It was basically halfway through the second game. The Steelers were 2-4 and four going into the bye. They came out, finished 6-4 and four coming out of the bye well, with some pretty interesting stuff there. 2018, the Steelers were 3-2-1 going in, 6-4 and four coming out. Notice there's a lot of – most of these records are – you're getting a, a bigger a bigger number in the second half because the Steelers have had more early buys than later buys. Most of the time. Not all the time. Sometimes it's right in the middle. Uh, which one did I do last? Did I do 2018, 3-2-1, and 6-4? And I think I did. 2017, the Steelers were 6-2 and two going into the buy, 7-1 and one coming out. That one was right in the middle of the season. Uh, the the year before that, this is you have to go all the way back to 2016 to be the to find the last time the Steelers had a bye in the second half of the season. The last time they had a bye in the second half of the season, it's always been in the first half. So this was 2016. The Steelers were four and three going into the bye, came out seven and two. 2015, six and four going into the bye, came out four and two. 2014, okay, there we go, 2014. They were 7-4 and four going into the bye, 4-1 and one coming out. 2013, if you remember this one, 0-4 oh going into the bye. 0-4, oh lost that last one. They were 0-3. Oh they took on the 0-3 oh Vikings in London, and that didn't work out. And the Steelers finished up that season going 8-4 and four after the bye and just missing the playoffs. That was actually – I actually attended a couple games that, that, that year. That was when I started attending games. 2015 is when I first had my season tickets, but that was 2013. 2012, Steelers had a very early bye. One and two going in after the bye, seven and six coming out. 2011, seven and three going into the bye, five and one coming out. 2010, Super Bowl appearance year, three and one going into the bye, Nine and three coming out, basically the same record, just just more of it. You know, three wins to every loss in that one. 2009, five and two going into the bye, four and five coming out of the bye. 
We'll come back and talk about that one a little bit. 2008, last time the Steelers won the Super Bowl, four and one going into the bye, eight and three coming out. Oh, yeah, it wasn't as good as a record as what they had going in, but it was still eight and three. Uh, yeah, I think I think if the Steelers went eight and four with their with with the twelve games they have left, I think this I think Steelers fans would take that. I really think they would. And in 2007, Mike Tomlin's first year coaching the Steelers. That's how far back I went. They were once again four and one going into the bye. Finished the season six and five after the bye. So if you listen to those numbers, something that might have jumped out at you was 2009 stood out because the Steelers actually were doing well before the bye, five and two, finished up four and five. Um, I'm trying to remember if that was the if that was the infamous Unleash Hell in December. I, I don't know if it was or not. I can't remember. Jeff Harton, Harmon can tell me, but it, I don't know if it seemed like that or not. But that is the only season under Mike Tomlin that the Pittsburgh Steelers did not have a winning record coming or from the bye to the end of the regular season. I'll say that again. 2009 was the only season under Mike Tomlin where the Steelers did not have a winning record coming out of the bye to the end of the regular season. I mean, I mean, look at that. For, you know, they were they were they were four and five in two thousand nine. Listen to this: nine and three, five and one, seven and six, eight and four, four and one, four and two, seven and two, seven and one, six and four, six and four, nine and four, six four and one, and seven and two. Look at some of those worst records in there: seven and six in two thousand twelve is one of the worst ones. Seven and six. Okay. Now there was the six and five in 2007, but we're not really counting that one because we're going since the 2009. Seven and six there, six, four and one in 2021. That's it. I mean, you have to go all the way back to 2012. 2012 is actually the only season under Mike Tomlin where the Steelers, well, until you get back to 2009, where the Steelers didn't have more, or sorry. The Steelers had more than four losses coming out of the bye. And remember, the bye is usually in the first half. So the, the whole you know, winning record coming out of the bye, there wasn't even 500 in there. There wasn't even a 500 one. So it seems as if the Steelers managed to win the majority of their games from the bye week to the end of the season. The fact that the Steelers are 3-2 and two coming out of their bye week that's pretty positive because think about it. Let, let's say the Steelers follow suit, don't, you know, don't they, they don't do a 2009 and have a worse record. They don't even finish 500, which would have them at six and six. They have to finish better than that. So let's say they're seven and five. Seven and five would then have them with a 10 and seven record, which I think would probably get them in, into the playoffs. I think 10 wins, 11 wins would, you know, I think would almost definitely do the, do the job. But that's just one of those interesting things to look at. That Yeah, the Steelers have have had a winning record from the bye week to the end of the regular season since 2009. Okay, that's that's pretty – to me, that's that's significant. That I mean, my goodness, um, I'm just looking at some and, – and a lot of these are, are real significant records, like the, you know, the nine and threes and the five and ones and the 
the eight and fours and the, and the four and ones. My goodness, 2017, seven and one. I mean, they went six and two before the bye and actually did better in the second half of the season. You know, you know, several six and fours. Even that isn't isn't terrible. And those were both those six and fours back to back years coming out of the bye. Those were two years the Steelers didn't make the playoffs. That was 2018 and 2019. But they still managed to go six and four coming out of the bye. So hopefully this 2023 team can follow suit. Now, I decided to take it a little bit further, but I didn't go back as far just because it was it was quite extensive. I decided to look at the Steelers' offensive and defensive ranks for total yards and points. And I looked at it before the bye and after the bye. So not before the bye and then for the whole season. What they did in the weeks up to the bye. And now the other thing I did is I'm like, if the bye came in the first half of the season, I included the bye week, the stats for all the other teams in that bye week or, or in the first half. If the bye week came in the second half, I can I I included that in the second half. But it didn't come in the second half in any of these that I looked at because I went back through 2018. I went I went back five full seasons. So I had it I have what they are for this year, but I went back five seasons beyond 2023 to see what kind of trend happened with the Steelers and their rankings offensively and defensively before the bye versus after the bye. So Let's go ahead and look at 2022. 2022, go, leading up to the bye week, things were not good for the Steelers. They were, they were 28th in yards and 31st in points offensively, and they were 29th in yards and 23rd in points defensively. It was not good. They were 2-6. and six. What did they do coming out of the bye? The defense went from the bottom of the league to the middle of the league. They were 14th in yards and 16th in points while the defense went from toward the bottom of the league to the top of the league. They were first in yards and fourth in points since the bye last season. So while the offense definitely improved, the defense took it next level. I mean, they went from 29th in yards to first. That's a huge, huge jump defensively. So is this something that happened Often, well, let's see. Let's look at 2021. Steelers three and three before the bye, six four and one after the bye. weren't They weren't doing that great offensively. They were 27th in yards, 26th in points. Defense, they were they were all right. They were 13th in yards, 12th in points. And when they came out of the bye, they saw a little bit more offensively. They were 23rd in yards and 20th in points. But defensively, they took a step back in 2021 coming out of the bye. They dropped to 28th in yards and 20th in points. So they went from 13th and 12th to 28th and 20th. So that one, that's good. They, they improved offensively, but, the, but they did not improve defensively. So at least they got part of it. All right, so there's that. Let's hit, let's hit another year. Okay, 2020. This one... I think you might know what's what, what's going to happen here. The Steelers offensively before the bye, which was only three games, they were 14th in yards, 12th in points. And in defense, they were second in yards and fifth in points. After the bye, 
they were 26th in yards and 14th in points. So the fourth, so they didn't change that much in points, but they really dropped off in yards offensively. And defensively, they went from second in yards to fourth in yards, and they stayed the same in points at fifth. So the defense, they didn't really move much, but they saw a, a, a bit of a decrease um, in offensively. And honestly, the biggest thing is that that was a contrast versus the, the first half of the games out of the bye versus the second half. That one's just a, a weird one, as I said before. So that's like the 2019. Steelers offense, not doing so hot. 28th in yards, 21st in points in 2019. You know, Ben Roethlisberger was out. Defense was uh, was was trying to keep them around. 15th in yards, 14th in points. Now, coming out of the bye, Steelers offense got worse. That's right. They got worse. They went from 28th and 21st. 32nd in both. They were last in the NFL in yards and points the rest of the way. Yikes. You're like, well, well, how did they manage to go six and four in the second half? That's because the defense stepped up. That's right. They went from 15th and 14th to second in yards and third in points. So the Steelers did not see an increase in offense after the bye. It was the defense that kind of went crazy. And and did a nice job. So let's go all the way back to 2018. Remember, 2018 was a whole different offense. 2018 was, you know, Mr. You well, you didn't have the killer bees were starting to break up, but you at least still had Antonio Brown there. Um, except for the last week of the season. With the Steelers offense, they were doing pretty good before the bye. Fifth in yards, fifth in points. Defense, not so much. 23rd in yards, 21st in points. In the second half of the season, where the Steelers went six and four but didn't make the playoffs, they didn't they saw a little bit of a drop in, in offense. They went from fifth and fifth to sixth in yards, ninth in points. Ninth in points. There I get that out. But they saw a pretty big jump in the defense. They from 23rd and 21st, they went up to fourth in yards, 12th in points. So the when you look at these things, the only season where the Steelers didn't really make any improvements in the second half after the bye was in that 2020 season when the bye came really early. Okay, we can live with that. Last year, they saw big improvements from both the offense and the defense. 2021, they saw a decent improvement from the offense, but their defense fell off. In 2021, uh, already said 2020. 2019, the offense went from bad to worse, but the defense went from average to top of the league, being second and third. So the defense really stepped up. And the same thing happened in 2018. It was the defense that really made the, the improvement in the second half. This is kind of important to know. As much as we want to see the Steelers' offense come out and do what they do, be like last year where they make that significant step, it, it really kind of starts with the defense. It really kind of starts with the defense. If the defense can start to get going better, that's really going to help the offense do what they do. So when, when the Steelers have – I mean, and, and, and looking at those five years, the Steelers went from a losing record in the first half to a winning record in the second half in 2022 and in 2019. 
2018, they were not, they were almost 500. They're three, two, and one, if you remember, and then went to six and four. So they saw a better winning percentage in the second half. Every time they had that better, you know, better winning percentage in the second half significantly was because the defense really stepped up. It was the defense. And if the offense was at all, that was a bonus. Now, 2021 was different where the defense took a step back, but the offense got better. That was Ben Roethlisberger and, and that and that kind of stuff going on. So, you know, 2019 without Roethlisberger, 2022, kind of gives some indication of, of, of what's going on. But overall, it's from the last five years, it's the defense coming through. Now, what are the Steelers going to do this year? How are they going to move? I'll be honest with you, I think they're going to get better in the second half because they can't get much worse, honestly. 30th in yards and points for offense, 30th in both categories through the bye week. And in defense, they're 30th in yards and 20th in points. So I guess they could get worse in points, but really they're you can't really get too, too much worse than what they have going on there. All right, so we got that. Let's roll through. We got a little bit of time. Let's compare this matchup um, between the Steelers and the Rams coming up Sunday, 405. Whew. the Steelers have the same numbers as they did last week. I ran over these with the numbers, and I threw in their AFC North rankings, not doing the AFC North rankings this time. I just have their overall rankings. I will tell you, they stayed the same on most things, but not all. Actually, about half of them, okay? They're still 30th overall in offense and defense when it comes to yards. But uh, the Steelers, in defense, by not playing, they actually lost rankings in the points. And actually, let's see, on offense – they 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 did as well. <laughs> they actually changed stuff for the points. But you got to remember, there was a lot of defense going on this past weekend. A lot of unders, a lot of unders. I, I bet too many overs. Um, I listened to Pez <laughs> that took the over on the one game, which I should not have done. All right, let's get back to it. Steelers, Rams. When 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 you look at the the points scored, like I said, Steelers are thirtieth in points scored, averaging fifteen point eight a game. Rams are averaging 23 points a game. That's 12th in the NFL. Uh, But when you look at it, breaking it down to running yards and passing yards, Steelers are 28th in rushing yards, 80.4, 27th in passing yards, 187.8, where the Rams are 17th in in rushing yards, 108.2. So they're not – they're very average, slightly below that. But they are 6th in passing yards, 258.8. That puts the Rams at seventh overall offense in the NFL at 367.0 yards, while the Steelers are 30th at 268.2, almost 100 yards difference. Now, let's look at some of the splash plays that you give up. These are very close, okay? And that is because the Rams, they've surrendered 16 sacks in six games. That has them tied for 19th. The Steelers have only surrendered 14 sacks in five games, but when you look at it average per game, that actually puts them slightly behind that group that's tied for 19th. So technically the Steelers are 22nd because there's three teams tied at 19th. But they're the next one, I mean, a fraction of a sack average-wise behind the Rams because of the difference in games played. When it comes to turnovers, both teams have turned the ball over the same amount of time. They both turned it over six times. Now the Steelers are tied for 11th. Well, the Rams are tied for seventh because they've played an extra game. So they've done six turnovers in one less game. 
All right, so that's the offensive stats. Let's look at the defensive stats here quick. Uh, let's see, points surrendered. This is the this is like the best that the Steelers have of of the four main categories, other than splash. Uh, they surrender twenty two points a game. That's twentieth, which means if you look at that, they surrender twenty two. The Rams score twenty three. You're looking at that kind of score uh, from coming out from the Rams. The Rams are really be giving up nineteen point five points a game. That is twelfth in the NFL. Um, so that means the Steelers should probably – I mean, if you want to look at this on average, the, the, the game should be 23-17. I mean, that's just what it is, um, if, if you're looking for doing something of that nature. When it comes to running the football the, – or, sorry, stopping the run, Steelers, not so good. 29th, gave, they give up 143.8 yards per game. But the but the Rams, not, not that great either. They're 22nd, giving up 122.2 yards per game. When you look at the pass defense, the Steelers surrendering 245.6 yards a game. That's 25th in the NFL, while the Rams surrender 208.2. That's 13th in the NFL, looking somewhat average. But the Steelers, their, their average, although they're 29th in the run, 25th against the pass, they're 30th overall with 389.4, where the Rams are better than their – run average, they're the same as their pass average. They're 13th in the NFL at 330.3 yards per game. So the Rams the Rams defense, they are not top 10 in anything. But the Steelers are not, are not top 24 in anything. So it'll be interesting to see. But let's look at the splash plays. Because you think, oh, Rams, Aaron Donald, all that stuff. They, they're not good in the splash department. If you look at sacks, Steelers have 17 sacks in five games. That's sixth in the NFL. The Rams, they have 10 in six games. That's tied for 28th. So they have not been getting to the quarterback like uh, a lot of other teams. And when you talk about takeaways, the Steelers have 11 takeaways in five games. That's second in the NFL. Where the Rams, they don't even have half that. They have five takeaways through six games. That's tied for 24th in the NFL. So where the Steelers can catch up on defense is in splash. And unfortunately, that's kind of how they're built right now. They're built to get after the quarterback, get that pressure, get, get the sacks, or force the takeaway, and that's kind of what they're doing. On offense, it's, it's take care of the ball, don't mess it up, let your defense keep you in the game. But that philosophy is only going to get you so far. It's it's that's that's a scrape into the postseason philosophy, not a not a let's make a run through the playoffs philosophy. In all honesty, but that can also be a game plan early in the season as you grow and evolve. Otherwise, so it's not like it's doom and gloom for the Steelers. They've just got to go. They, their, their offense can't depend on their defense to constantly keep them in the game to see if they can pull it out in the fourth quarter. That's just not going to continue to work because then you get games like Houston where the defense comes out a little bit flat and boom, you're done. So it's really important for, for, the, for the Steelers to complement each other uh, in, in those two phases of the game. So with that, that's Steelers Stat Geek this week. We'll see how the Steelers do against the Rams. We'll be back next week to talk about the Steelers getting back home against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'll already tell you right now, not 
a fan of what I didn't realize until this past weekend, and that is the, the Jaguars play Thursday. They play tonight. I don't like them having the mini buy going to Pittsburgh. Not a big fan of that. But uh, the Steelers will get to take advantage of that a couple times this season. So uh, we'll take that advantage when we can get it, and uh, hopefully they can overcome it um, when they deal with that next week. But that's next week's problem. Enjoy this game this weekend. Uh, hopefully you get a chance to catch it. Make sure you're catching all of our podcasts, as I said, um, on, on my show Tuesday. We're back to our regular lineup because we have a game to talk about. I'll be back with last-minute thoughts on Sunday. We'll have a post-game show Sunday later in the evening, of course, because the game is at 4.05. And, of course, hey, if you are if you have the opportunity, check out myself, Jeff Hartman, Brian Anthony Davis tonight on the Steelers preview. We get back to previewing a game, which is always what we like to do. And, as I mentioned before, check out SteelCurtNetwork.com. Um, see what we have going on there. Cool. So there we are. Those are the numbers. Let's see if we can get some better ones next week. And as I always say, to finish these out. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Thanks for giving up. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. 
So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.